Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. A crucial conversations. We've got Jamal with me today, as always. Jamal. What, what's going on, Don? This is two podcasts in one day. We had one in the early morning, and now it's evening. Thanks for, thanks for joining me this morning. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it's the least I can do. We, we called each other a little bit later. We slept in. <laughs> that was nice. I think that was... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. this morning, we got in a conversation, and... Uh, got really good numbers in the podcast today so i know we got to put you know people listening um so really the the we were starting off by asking you know how do we get more men and on your on your perspective and we were talking about how we get more black men involved in education because we're mm-hmm. we even looked it up two percent two percent uh representation <laughs> of black men in schools which is not good enough and so you were first talking about culture. We definitely hit mm-hmm. that on setting the right cultures. We had, to be brief, we were talking about the fact that right now, if you don't like school, why would you want to be a teacher? So you have to be a little bit more mm-hmm. conducive and you have to be a better culture. All right. So let's dig deeper on what are the incentives? Let's just say all of a sudden we start changing the culture. All right. What <laughs> other incentives would it take for men especially men of color into the classroom Uh, you know that's a slippery slope and here's the truth i don't think i have the answer today i have some ideas and it's all theory and you know just to preface this i'm a firm believer in practice driving theory um so i don't have enough practice in the realm of attracting uh masses of black men to the profession but I would imagine it would start probably in the third grade when we start to experience the failure of school. Um, there are school districts that say, you know, uh, in the third grade is, is the test taking year and it's really what they call the promotion year. Um, and during that year, typically, um, research has also indicated that uh, that's when, that's how prisons determine how many prisons to build um, based on the data from the uh, third grade test. Uh, So I would say starting in third grade and um, doing what you can as educators at that specific school to have them to experience success in a school because nobody wants to be in a place in which they don't experience success for their occupation. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You got me intrigued. Keep going. I want to ask a question, but I want, I'd like follow up a little bit more. So, I mean, you just got to think like if, if I'm a, a person and I don't experience success in the third grade or at any point in school, why would I logically want to go and man, I want to do this as my career. It's like, I want to be anywhere but this place. I'll tell you something about me that kind of solidifies like this theory, and it's just theory, mm-hmm. um, so I may be wrong, but uh, I was I was driving to school. I was in high school. I was driving to school one day, and my car had this overheating problem. Well, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I'm not a mechanic. I, didn't, I don't know much about cars, but I know how to pour some water into a radiator. What I didn't know, is if your car is hot and you open up that radiator cap, the water just shoots out. Well, um, 
my car is overheating and I don't know the, the, the design of a Dodge Neo sometimes, you know, blows, baffles me still to this day because the, uh, the radiator cap was pointed at an angle. Oh, um, <laughs> where this is going? Yeah, so I'm bent down and I'm just trying to get to school, and I'm literally like not even a mile away from the school. So I pull over. I'm like, I'm put the water in the car. When I get to school, it's gonna be good. And I think it was Valentine's Day too. Shout out to the girl who dumped me. Anyway, <laughs> I get I, I open up the the cap and boom, all the water hits my face. Um, like I, you know, I kind of, I had some water in the car that was cool. I pour it on my face and I just ride to school. When I get to school, I'm, I'm crying, not because like, you know, like I'm just in pain, but just because I can't control my tears at this point. And like, it's just running down my face because the pain is so excruciating. And I'm going into the office. I'm like, Hey, can I get a pass to go to class? I'm literally trying to get to, to class. And, um, the, uh, the the person in the front the secretary was like uh, are you okay and then when she asked me that my face just like lit up and I told her what happened they called an ambulance and they had to put me in the back of the ambulance to to have me not go to school that day um, because I was like my intention was to go to school that day even so much so to the point to where once I left the hospital and my face cooled down there was still some time in the in the day and I knew I could make it for the last period I I went to school. Um, and it was Valentine's Day and, you know, the girl broke up with me on that day because I didn't get her a gift because my face was burnt up. Um, but I did, <laughs> but I, I want to say, I want to say, you know, in the midst of that failure, um, and then, you know, I met Cynthia anyway, so it was just, it was just a win all, all the way around that day in the midst of that failure. Um, I had experienced so much success at school that I just wanted, like, that was the only place that I wanted to be. So for a career for me, like, I, I couldn't think of anything else than being on a school campus every day when when the lights go on and the sun comes up and we start to unlock the classrooms. There's something about the environment that I enjoy. Now, you, you, take, you take your average Black student, do they have the same experience in school? Mm. Yeah, I you'd have to answer that. Probably not. I, no, like no, like that's that's that is not the norm. As a as a matter of fact, my my third my third grade experience was terrible. Um I got kicked out of class. Uh I got put in a special ed class. And watch this educators, all my ESE specialists that may be listening to this and all the principals, there was no meeting held for my IEP with my parents they they drafted up a piece of paper and i don't think that they thought i could read and and i've shared this story many times they handed me my iep and on the way down to the new classroom i started reading that bad boy and i was like i ain't going in that classroom i don't need an individual education plan and i think the uh the the school counselor was shocked that i could read at that point, and for two days, I boycotted the classroom. I eventually went in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for seriously, I, I boycotted the classroom, and I just I just remember not having no deodorant. And man, that hallway was smelly, so so smelly that when the counselor walked up like the second day to try to get me to go in the classroom, like she smelled the musk, and she was like, "Ah, oh, that's terrible. What's that smell?" <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I was like thinking to myself, "That's me." But like, I just looked at it. I just remember that. 
But I boycotted that classroom for two days and I wouldn't go in. So finally I went and they said, listen, if you go in there and do good, we'll let you out. And they never let me out. <laughs> they never let me out. So like that was my third grade experience. So now so now you, you, you think the average person, do you think they're gonna overcome that deficit in experience? Yeah. Like it's it's not even like they they did and, and okay and, and, okay and, but 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 you end up being a teacher, so yeah. like 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 we're, we're mm-hmm. like what so how do we get more Jamal's in the classroom? This is man. If I had the answer to this question, like me and you would be on a yacht right now. Well, um, but I know, but but okay, then you can only speak to what you did, right? And what yeah. you did, what it what inspired you to go? I want to do this. The teachers, the, the the white teachers that I had. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, because I think in my whole just student career, call it a career now, as my career as a student, um, I had a black, two black teachers, two black mm-hmm. male teachers mm-hmm. and black female teachers. I had one. Mm. in the third grade and so like so it was it was you know I say white teachers I'm using I'm using you know colors of people very loosely but it's it's it is the intentionality of the environment to create positive experiences for people and then exposing them really to the the world of teaching I don't I don't think anyone except for your school like we talked about this morning um, is intentional about developing teachers within their own community. Um, it's 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 just not something that that I'm I'm seeing as a mechanism. We have funding, we have schools, we have all this stuff set up, but to produce more educators that look like the demographic of your school is not even happening. Because imagine, like you don't even have to change the world. Like let's let's make this take this really far back. And let's really just look at it objectively. Like you have a school, you have you have a school full of people. Every 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 year, you get a brand new class of four hundred or five hundred in some schools. My school is about five hundred to five twenty eight. Um, on a on a low year, it's about four hundred. But you have these people coming in. You know, in some schools, have three thousand, four thousand students. Well the students that are at your school can be developed to be some of the greatest teachers because, because you can start to speak to them now in such a way that speaks to the, the level and how they want to be taught. They can go explore those avenues. You can, you can set up systems and programs to develop them just to match the demographics of your school. And in turn, what's going to happen is you're going to produce more of what looks like the people at that school, which is extremely beneficial because all of that's all of research, but there is research that is significant that says when a student sees someone who looks like them in a leadership position within a school, they, they, they do X amount of times better than their counterparts um, who don't see a representation of themselves. Okay. So let's just brainstorm. Let's have fun with this. Three things. And we're not going to get scientific and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to go too in depth. Three things that you think right now would entice more men into education. Go. 
men right yeah. now, full yep. grown men, salary, yep. mission. Um, you know, what what are we trying to overcome? A clearly communicated mission. Um th- so, that is that is publicized. Right. Oh, okay. Educate educators know about the achievement gap but my wife who she she sleeps in the same house that i do extremely close to me had no idea about the gaps in education that existed until this year right i assumed that she knew but she didn't so when we were doing school choice i was like hey here's why she needs to go to this school in this community um, as opposed to the school that she that was on for both are pretty good schools, but I was looking at the data of the school. I was like, you see, you see how well they work with minority students at this school as as compared to this school. So I was looking at like very just just focused data on the schools, um, both of which are A and B schools. Um, but she didn't understand just just the the deficit that students of color are, are at in America in general. And once I explained that to her, she was like, oh, okay, this is something worth fighting for. So a clearly defined mission that involves the, the minds of men and, and women of color, but I'm, we're focusing on men. Um, and so we have salary, we have mission. Um, I, I like the, the marketing of that though. The yeah, we don't market it. Yeah. We don't market it. We don't market it. No, you know, I, no, I totally over, agree. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, I think that's where, where like Teach for America and some of these other places that have like, they at least like, and, and I know it's got like, before people write in, I understand it's got some of its limitations too, but they, they like market the fact that you're taking on a tough task, that you're mm-hmm. going into the easiest places. So I, I like the, I like you having a marketing approach here too. So money, yeah. marketing mission. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah money no yeah marketing i don't think the marketing in itself i think marketing the mission is the thing i don't know what the the third thing would really would really be i think if we got to those two things and then well, let's you know, get creative though let's get yeah, creative when, let's get once you got them in okay equip, oh, equip them tax give breaks them the tools tax breaks yeah you could tax breaks i, I mean we, we offer not so this is you know this is i mean tax breaks <laughs> It, it, yeah. I am an I am a wannabe economist, and I think that all a lot of things can be solved with the right incentives. So, I mean, what's what's really good? Uh, good salary. What's even on icing on that? A tax break, or well, or discounted group health care, or I mean, and 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 now I, I get that this is a slippery slope because then then people are like wait, what if I as a, a as a woman wants to you know if I get the same job. I understand those things, but sometimes you have to incentivize things first. It's just the same as economic development. Yeah. And it's a yep. slippery slope there too. Cause I mean, like a business that's been there for like 20 years, all of a sudden you're inviting in competition. You give them a five-year tax abatement. Well, is that, you know, is that fair? Kind of. Yeah. You're, 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 you're yeah. to get in fresh. You know, well, I think, I think too, I think too, the, um, the the obstacle of being certified plays a significant factor in why more people are not uh, more more people, but especially men of color are not um, educators because, like you know, I want to make a lot of money. Um, most men do. 
um, because, you know, historically men are the, the providers of the family. So, you know, I'm looking at the teaching salary. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it just went up to $46,000 in my county for new teachers. It was 38 when I started. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can go work at Costco and make 38,000 mm-hmm. if I pick up some extra shifts. So like, so the, the education that's required and the certification that's required. And if I do make it to college, the last thing I want to do for the most part is go get a degree in education and then be pigeonholed to just the field of education when I can go be a doctor or something that is more um, based on, you know, business. So I would say certifying their degrees, um, giving them the opportunity to certify in a special way um to uh overcome that deficit would probably be the third thing mm. okay no I, I i i like those and and like there's a reason why i wanted to have that little brainstorm because like we have to have something different than just the regular old thing and so i think it's going to take some fresh perspectives and maybe uh an opportunity to you know step out of the you know normal um, but no, I, 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 I like those three things. I, I think that there is something there with incentives and maybe it is tax abatement or something like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, there are some schools that I'm sure they're going to be very serious and very deliberate about that because I, I think now they're more than ever, uh, schools are going to want to get some different perspectives. And, and I think by, uh, having more representation of a variety of people is going to be the right thing, but no, these, those, those are good incentives. Um, and you know how it's practiced. I think that goes right back to your marketing thing. I mean, I, uh, not that I'm pandering to Gary Vaynerchuk, but you know, his whole thing is every company is a marketing company. And if you're not, you're dying. And he's like, you know, Pfizer, it's a marketing company, McDonald's, it's a marketing company, Walmart. Cause if, people don't know what you're doing, then you're not surviving. I think education is the same way. And yeah, every month, you know, you'll you get flack of people saying, oh, well, you know, you're, you know, education's not, education is advertising and marketing. You're, sell, you're selling, yeah, your school's curriculum. You're selling your school. You're selling why you want to be there. This is, this is true, but you gotta, you gotta realize you're overcoming the mindset of, and especially in public schools, more private schools take that approach. But the public school mindset but, but, is, but that's my point. But you're right. But but, but, it, but but the point is, but the point is, in 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 a pragmatic setting, how I make my money is going to dictate my moves. If all I have to do is open up the doors and the kids get there, we get our FTE. We get our funding from the state and is you get our little allocations and we don't have to really fight because students are assigned schools um, or assigned, assigned to my school based on the, the zones of my district. Mm-hmm. I'm not so motivated to advertise or to recruit um, any teacher, any teacher or anything or for that matter, because my money comes from a, it's, it's basically a set jump shot. Like, like that's where my money is coming from. I don't have to spend energy as long as I can account that they're there at least one time during the survey period and that they showed up and that they entered the building. They set foot on campus and I saw them. The state is going to give me the money for them. And then after the third, after the third survey period, 
they don't even check to see if the this the kid is still showing up. We don't lose funds. It's just one time within that little survey period. So so the 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 flow of money, whereas private schools, we gotta send out invoice that we private school principals and, and directors have to send out that invoice on a monthly basis, have to continuously build relationships. It is important for for private schools to um, know, have the, the number of teachers with master's degrees, the, the people who, who have special skills, like those things are advertised to the public. So that way people will be drawn and feel comfortable sending their kid to an alternative uh, setting that might not necessarily be accredited or have a different accreditation than your public school accreditation. So the way the money works is different. So if, if the money is different, then my approach to life is what motivates me is different. Like I'm not so motivated to be innovative, especially with the attraction of teachers on a marketing level. Yeah. I, I just, I know that when I first, and there's some people that have opinions on edge Twitter and everything else, but I remember when I first <laughs> when I first got on Twitter is because somebody's like, oh, I, I haven't seen your stuff on Twitter, and I was like, what do you mean? Twitter's dumb, and I oh, I hate it. Uh, it. It was it was teachers and and in schools that were marketing what they did best, and I really dig mm-hmm. that. Now, yeah. mind you, it got bloated and sometimes got performative, but um, yeah, I mean, like it's it's good to yeah to showcase what's going on and, and, and showcase what's possible and not in a show-off way but like hey this is what we're doing and it works out for us we so. should probably talk about marketing at schools at some point on the episode maybe that'll yeah we'll have to yeah we'll have to do that because i do i firmly believe that i mean like and this is where the eye rolls began on you know <laughs> you know yeah you know how much in some ways you had you know, watch how I hate Twitter and love it at the same time for the most part. Yeah. Hate it. But like, because like there is that, there is that eye roll of like, Oh, there's that teacher showing off using the, the, the kids as props or as sales techniques. Hey, so do you want to talk about what's successful and what's working or not? Well, that couldn't work at my school. Okay. There's not for you. <laughs> like, and, 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 and for them, uh, or, or for those people, and well, heck, here I am talking to you. When we first met, there were some things that you're like, yeah, man, this wouldn't fly at my school. And I'm like, okay, what would? And we started talking. But I mean, that was, well, that's the reason why we're still friends this day. We wanted to talk about it and make things better. And there's a whole lot of tear down on social media. Because like, right. and, and, I, and I get, I do get the cynicism sometimes. I do. There's some people that just, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll say that for another episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you know, Don, I think I think that's a, a good place to uh, wrap it up. Yeah, man. I, I, I appreciated that. I appreciated the uh, the three M's. That was good stuff. And and, and the, for that matter, the three M's. What are the three M's? The money, marketing, and mission. Oh, money, marketing, and mission. Yeah, hmm. you, 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 you had another one in there, but I know I like that. I, I I think there is a lot more there, and yes, we should talk about more about marketing. But I, I agree to to get to get some more men in there. I think that there needs to be a deliberate messaging piece and that calling of hey, you want to make a difference, you know? Yeah, be a part here, of the here. solution in your community. Let's make things better together. 
here it is. And and just just by way of this platform, if if you know someone, or if you are someone who can you know be a part of education, um, do it. Like just just take the time out to consider the impact that you'll have mm. um, on the lives of of people. Like you know the thing with teachers is you know, or educators, your, your thoughts literally impact and change trajectories either up or either down. Yeah. So you have, you have that power um, when you are an educator and those who are um, holders of that power right now, just remember the significance of today. If you're listening to this and, and it's Friday, just remember who you are and, and what it is that you do and that your very beliefs are going to either change someone for the good or, or change someone for the worst um, in their lives. Like you make that difference. Yeah. That's a great way to end it, my man. We went a little long tonight, but that's okay. It was a darn good episode. Oh yeah. Love it. All right. Well, Jamal, you know this, and this is kind of the podcast where it's talking amongst friends, but uh, you know that I'm, Gonna be taking a few days off. I'm gonna log off for a while, so no, no 5:30 a.m. calls for the next three days. If you don't know, okay. So oh, yeah, I'm no. gonna be in another time zone, and it's gonna be on the west, so it'll be even earlier for me. <laughs> no 2:30 a.m. calls. So um, I'll, I'll call you at 8 a.m. Which is 5 oh, a.m. Yeah. where I'm gonna be. Or wait a second, right. Phoenix is All on right. Mountain Time. Oh well, M- maybe okay. my phone will be on. Maybe it won't. <laughs> we'll see as you should text at least yeah yeah all right guys thanks for joining us jamal as always appreciate you and uh as always this reminds you there's opportunities are everywhere we'll see you